Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, and you. You can dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Spent a lot of time talking about the lottery, Victor Wambayama, who is expected to be a generational talent. You got Lakers and the Nuggets, that's game one coming up tonight. Started out as Lakers getting five and a half, it's now up to six, according to DraftKings. Poll question for hour two is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Well, Dan, the Joker ran away with the poll question from hour one. Who will be him <laughs> in Nuggets Lakers? Uh, Anthony Davis only had 9% of the vote. Mm. And then other, which was the Jamal Murray. Yeah. 6.7? Okay. That's it? Other? Okay. Uh, Joker had 65% of the vote, though. All right. Dang, Rang. All That's right. pretty good. Uh, do you want to do one off the Aaron Judge thing we've been talking about, or...? Well, it's kind of specific, and I want to be fair to the situation because I may have misspoke last hour where I said, um, did, did the announcer say Aaron Judge looked over to the dugout in a previous at-bat or earlier in that at-bat? And Aaron Judge hit a monstrous home run, and it sounded, do we have the home run, uh, Marvin? What? Just a part of play of the day. Oh, okay. Oh, do you want the Blue Jays call of it? Yeah, you can do okay. that. Yeah. All right, Buck. So you and I looked at each other at the same moment right when we saw this yeah. three pitches ago. Watch what he's looking at. Yeah. What is that? Where's he looking? Where's he looking? And he did and it more than out? once. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really unusual. But you and I both looked at each other when yeah. we saw that. Like, like did you see what I saw? Yeah. And you don't want to go. You know, throwing allegations around without knowing, but now. Nah. And he pummeled it. He hit it a country mile for his second home run of the night. The timing of it. <laughs> so they're speculating. Don't want to throw out any accusations. I mean, allegations. We're not saying anything, but yeah. let's just And then all of a sudden, it. and he pummeled it. Yeah. And he pummeled it. 
But Aaron Judge afterwards said that the bench was chirping and it was bothering his concentration. And Aaron Boone had just been tossed out. And he looked over almost, I guess, with disgust at his teammates. Like, guys, I'm trying to concentrate here. I don't know if he did it in previous at-bats. If he only did it at that at-bat, you're Aaron Judge. If it's bothering you and you've looked over a couple times, at what point does somebody in the dugout go, hey, guys, let's stop, stop. But he said he had a talk with his teammates after the game, so it wouldn't happen again. Just the coincidence of he's looking over, looking, what's he, and it's a side eye. Oh, yeah, I, I would think if and now you can't step out of the box now and you got, you know, the pitch clock. But, I mean, can you just go kind of like, guys, shh, or quiet, or stop? Something. But it, it just, is it just a coincidence that he's looking over side eye? It's not like he's even looking over, it's side eye. I would think if you look over, you're going like, guys, stop. Side eye looks like you're trying to sneak something. Like, what message are you sending? Hey, I'm giving you a side eye. What's that mean? And you're chirping, and then all of a sudden, a couple of pitches later, you hit an absolute bomb. Yes, Marv. But I don't think he had time to do the, you know, full head tilt. Just a side eye, like, what are they doing? He hits the home run like two seconds after he side eyes him. That's impressive to me. The fact that <laughs> I can side-eye and look right at the picture? Yeah, Paulie. Well, the great thing is that they play again tonight, so it's not the last game of the series. you got to have a storyline that goes to tonight as well. Mm. So um, all the press in the press box got, got wind of this. So when they went down after the game and they asked both managers about it, the, the, the Blue Jays manager discussed it. He said, yeah, I saw it. It was kind of odd that a hitter would be looking in that direction. He's obviously looking in that direction for a reason, and we'll dive into that a little bit more tonight and tomorrow to make sure we're not susceptible to anything. So he addressed it. He did not accuse him, but he said, hey, we're going we're gonna to take a peek at this. They're probably going to go back and watch film and see if it happened. Well, did anybody else do it? Did he do it in any other advance? I'm reading the stories in the Toronto newspaper, and there's nothing about other players doing it, but they got this late. Well, if the pitcher is tipping his pitches, then – but it was a blowout. It was like six to nothing at the time. Of course it was. Yeah. Well, when you okay. tip your pitches, when you're that cheating. happens. Yeah. yeah. But did anybody else look over to the dugout? I mean, that to me is the most obvious thing in the world. If nobody else on the team was doing it, then there's nothing to see. I mean, the, the I think it's funny that the manager sitting in the dugout noticed him looking over the opposite direction. How in the world could he have possibly noticed that from where they are? It's impossible for the Toronto manager to be sitting in the dugout and be like, hey, did he just look over at the Yankee dugout? That's a little weird. You could never see that from their vantage point. Don't you have monitors in the dugout? Well, I don't know. I mean, how much are you allowed to be watching TV screens while you're in the dugout? I don't know. I don't know the setup there. I would guess that, isn't that part of what the Astros got in trouble for? Was having screens of the broadcast set up? No, they had uh, garbage cans. Yeah, they had that, but remember they had the video of them running into the that was in hallway the and looking yeah. at the TV screen to yeah. go... I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know that you're allowed to watch the broadcast. Yes, Paul. Is stealing signs even possible now? Does Does every pitcher and catcher use the pitch comm system where it's on their body and it's signaled or is that a choice but that doesn't matter you can tip your pitches tip your pitches from like your location and your arm and things like that yeah it doesn't have anything to do with oh i thought this was about uh tipping i thought this was about a st sign stealing 
No, it, I don't know how you could do that. Yeah, I, I, that seems it, to be, be about out of the game. Tipping your pitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like how you hold the ball. Like uh, yeah. every time you throw a curveball, when the glove is in your, when the ball is in the glove in your hand, you turn it a certain way, and that means that you okay. Now we know a curveball is coming. Yeah, this this to me wasn't stealing a sign as much as it was we're picking up on tendencies, and you're saying something to Aaron Judge if that was the case. But if nobody else was doing it, then there's nothing here. If he did it in a previous at bat, why would you just give Aaron Judge this information? Questions, answers, we don't have them. Uh, let's see. So we got new poll question. We're going to go with. Do you want to do Aaron Judge? But I, I don't know. Probably if, not. Maybe um, you want to just dive into the draft lottery. Sure. Landing spots for uh, for Victor. Are we doing what's best for the league? For Victor Wambayama with the draft lottery coming up tonight? I'm going to do what's best for his development as a player. <laughs> of course. His marketing, his brand. Okay, if you said, where's the best? Are you going to have, how many can you put there? How many uh, cities can he have? Five? Yeah, I think if we do it on danpatrick.com, there's more options available. Okay. So we could blow it out. All right. Pistons, Rockets, Spurs, they have the best odds at 14%. Hornets, Blazers, Magic. Pacers, Wizards, Jazz, and I think the Dallas Mavericks are uh, after that, 3%. Um, so what do you do? Which cities do we want to put in there? Do we put in you know the top three who have the best odds? I think Dallas would be the best place because I get him, I get him there with Luka. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, as long as he doesn't want to ever shoot the ball. Well, he could he could he could learn how to do other things while Lucas shot the ball. Watch him shoot. Yeah, that's the thing with Victor. He needs the ball in his hands. Yeah. Uh, do you put Portland in there? Man, I love Portland with with Ding. Although a lot of people are talking about how you know uh, big men are sort of cursed there. That's true. Um, yeah, something worth thinking about. But dang, I just feel like Dame deserves that. I know. So, so you're saying is if Portland got the pick tonight, Victor would get a bone spur immediately, like yes. just Im- immediately after? Yeah. Yes, Todd. What about the Thunder? It further discourages tanking because they have a 1.7% chance. And not too long ago, they had some of the greatest players on their team, and it didn't work out, and they all went in their separate ways. And now all of a sudden they get a new stud to try to bring the Thunder back to some type of prominence or interest. Yeah, thank you, Todd. <laughs> what about uh, the Chicago Bulls? Did they have similar odds when they got Derrick Rose? They're at 1.8%. Uh, Oklahoma City at 1.7%. How about we'll throw it up there, the most fun place for him to land. Fun. Because you're, you're kind of naming fun, place, fun places that you find fun. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. That'll be fun. Fun. Yeah, let's have some fun. All right. Was that applause there, Marvin? I was clapping for fun. Uh, okay. Uh, so eight seven seven three DP show email address dp at danpatrick.com Twitter handle at DP show stars beat the Kraken or beat Kraken two one advanced defense. Thank you, Marvin. Base Vegas there. I watched a lot of that uh, game last night. And uh, by the way, you can uh, stream this show on Peacock. Streaming uh, on Peacock. That was in the news yesterday. Peacock is going to get an NFL playoff game. The NFL taking another big step into the world of streaming, putting one of its playoff games on Peacock. This is the first time that's ever happened. Now, it's going to be January 13th. It's a 8-15, 8-30 start. And uh, so you've got primetime. It's the only place that you can see it. 
It's a, a one-year deal, and uh, terms of the agreement were not disclosed, but the Wall Street Journal says it's one game for $110 million. So you get, uh, well, you have pregame and post, so you get uh, maybe seven, six, seven hours for $110 million. <laughs> okay. This is pretty radical. I think I need to renegotiate with Peacock here. Um, so the 11-year contract that the NFL has with NBC, that began this season. Peacock also gets an exclusive regular season game. Peacock is going to get the January 23rd Buffalo Bills-Los Angeles Char- uh, Chargers game. That'll be in primetime. You're going to have Bengals-Steelers precede that on NBC, and then the game after that will be on Peacock. That'll be Buffalo facing the Chargers. All right. Download the app. You can watch this program for free. Yes, Paul? Yeah, this is the first ever exclusive live stream NFL playoff game. Yeah. Uh, that, that's where, you know, we say the future is now. It's, it's where everything's headed. A la carte, buying what you want, yeah. not getting what you don't, I guess. Yeah, yeah. NBC Sports Championship season, uh, it's the Preakness Stakes. That'll be coming up at 4.30 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Andrew in Washington leads us off this hour. We'll check in on the Lakers as they get ready to take on the Nuggets coming up tonight. Hey, Andrew. Hey, good morning, Dan and Dan. Thanks for all the Pacific Northwest love with your Seattle Kraken sweatshirt and Seton's plea for Portland to get Wimbayama. That would be great. I do think that if Wimbayama comes to Portland, Dane will stay. But if they don't get a good draft pick, I think there'll be a push for him to go to a more uh, suitor, like a, a winning franchise. So um, I thought yesterday also, I was listening to the podcast, the title of the third hour podcast did Nick wrong dirty. It said, Losers Legacies, Nick Wright. Um, so I don't know who's in charge of that one, but <laughs> wow. they did him dirty. Wow. Um, anyways, I did have wow. a little thing. I, I, I'm going to stick with the trend. The Lakers in six. Um, they split the regular season series between them and the Nuggets. They each won their home games, but no games after the trade deadline when the Lakers really became the Lakers. So um, I do have a, uh, a trivia question for the room, if you don't, if you okay. have time real quick. All right. All right. LeBron James now has won 41 playoff series, which is an NBA record. Which player did he pass for that record? Okay. Mm-hmm. So 41 playoff series. Yes. LeBron James now owns that record. Which player did he pass to get the record? All right. Um, well, it wouldn't be somebody who played in the 60s or 70s because they wouldn't have played as many playoff series as LeBron. Yes, Paul? A pl- uh, manage nobly? Mm, no. Okay. Right era. All right. Marvin? Derek Fisher? Bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, I knew Marvin. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> hey, I'm Marvin. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Good job there, Marvin. <laughs> I don't have a life. Back to you. You do know your NBA, and uh, you know the history. You know, you know some of the older players. I like that. I like that Andrew gave him the bloops. <laughs> <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. Uh, Alex in Salt Lake City. Alex? Hi. Hi. Hi, uh, 58160, um, long-time listener. I uh, just wanted to call in and wish you, my boyfriend Colton, and my uh, dead dad a happy birthday. Um, love the T-shirts, and just thanks for taking my call. All right, well, thank you. It's very sweet of you. 
I don't know if we all share a birthday, but uh, that's nice that she reached out to give me a... And it's not going to be the, a week-long birthday celebration. Happy birthday. No, 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 no. Oh. no, no. Although, it's tour season. Although I walked in and Seton's eating carrot cake, my birthday carrot cake from yesterday, yeah. and I go, all right, I like that. I respect that. Starting the day right way with yeah. your veggies. It's good for his eyesight. Beta carotene. You're fine. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Had a bunch of my normal breakfast options fell through, unfortunately, and I was like, hey, you know what? <laughs> I went for a run this morning on some carrot cake. There's some times when you go to the refrigerator and certain foods look really good and and then certain times they don't look good and you're going like, yeah, all right, I can I can have that, you know, one in the morning. I could have the uh, chorizo burrito <laughs> from earlier today. And, you know, if truth be told, if that chocolate cake, that's really what I wanted. But the one that was on top was yeah. the carrot cake. And I was like, well, that feels a little bit more respectful. <laughs> Healthy. Like a little more self-respect. You can have the chocolate cake for lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely the, am. I you're am. having the carrot cake for uh, breakfast. <laughs> All the food groups. Yes, thank you, Todd. All right, uh, we'll check in with the Lakers coming up next. More phone calls as well. We're back after this Dan Patrick show. Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. We invite you to check out their brand new NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. One-of-a-kind digital cards. Available in packs or Panini's public auctions on the site. You got the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. These are the official products. The official products of the NFL, NBA, UFC, FIFA World Cup, and collegiate sports. And you can share your cards in the public gallery. They have challenges for you to complete to earn exclusive award cards. And make sure you check out the newly released NFL Prism. You can get La Liga packs. They have all the favorite Panini brands now available as NFTs. Panini NFT platform, unique one-of-a-kind VIP experiences. Panini NFT trading cards, giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, even one-of-one NFTs from every pack. Visit nft.paniniamerica.net. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody. Game off. 
Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Lakers in Denver tonight. Over under for LeBron is 25 and a half, according to DraftKings, 27 and a half for the Joker, and 24 and a half for Jamal Murray, which we tend to look at LeBron and Joker when you need to obviously look at AD, but also Jamal Murray as far as team success in this series. Uh, Dan Wojcicki, good to have him back on. Lakers beat reporter for the LA Times, covers the NBA. If I told you three months ago, Dan, this is what we would be talking about. You would have said what? I would have said, Dan, you're a crazy person. Yeah. That this is, you have maybe had some sort of uh, head injury or something like that, that this would not have been. It, it, it's funny. I ran into Thomas Bryant um, yesterday at Denver practice, and, you know, he requested a trade from the Lakers around the trade deadline, ended up in Denver. And, you know, he asked me how I was doing, and I said, I'm still surprised that I'm here. And he, you know, the two of us had kind of had a big laugh about that because, you, you know, the storyline for the Lakers for most of the season wasn't like, can this team become a contender? It was like, can this team get into the playing tournament? Yeah. Like I spent a lot of time this year running sort of tiebreakers for twelfth place <laughs> and ultimate place, and, and it, you know, it, it happened pretty quickly where you know the team just started winning three or four games all the time. You know, and just kind of, all right, well, they're not 12th anymore. Now they're 10th. And now they're not 10th anymore. And now they they could maybe be fifth. And, you know, they ended up in seventh place, but they were playing really good basketball. And they've been healthy and they've, you know, they've been the best defense in the NBA since the trade deadline. They've been the best defense, you know, in the league, in the playoffs. At this point, I probably should stop being surprised. I don't know that I fully have embraced that part of it yet. I, I still think that, you know, it's kind of wild that my season professionally is still going. Yeah. I, I was, wasn't, I thought I'd be in Chicago for the draft combine to see where women Yam ended up. I didn't think I'd be in Denver, but I'm in Denver. Why is it LeBron, the GM, failed, but then Rob Palenka, the GM, saved the season? So LeBron doesn't get any credit. He gets blame, but he doesn't get any credit for what happened at the trade deadline. Is, uh, is, is that a fair, fair approach to this story? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think there was a fair amount of sort of hand-washing of the GM duties um, post-Westbrook. That, like, that was a trade that nobody really wanted credit for. 
um, pretty quickly. And so a lot of people kind of step back from the table. And I think, you know, LeBron's role as a decision maker in this wasn't, you know, go get me D'Angelo Russell. It was more like, let's fix this. I want to fix this. And, you know, it, it wasn't a totally clear what the Lakers were going to do. They ended up, you know, the first shot was kind of trading for Rui Hachimura. And it was like, okay, well, maybe they're going to be aggressive. And, you know, we, we got down to it. And then they got they, they take part in this big, massive trade with Russell Westbrook where they bring in what at the time was three starters for them. Um, Malik Beasley has since moved to the bench and they completely revamped their roster. And, you know, they totally changed their season. I think, Dan, I think they were six games under 500 on the day of the trade deadline. And, you know, they lost that night to Milwaukee. They only had like seven players. And then they beat the Warriors in Golden State the, the following day. And it was been kind of off to the races since then. Mike Brown did a wonderful job in Sacramento. But I thought yep. Darvin Ham quietly did a spectacular job with this roster. And and he, he he's always struck me as a guy who's not asking for credit. He's not a notice-me guy, flamboyant in any way. He's just, you're going to come in, you're going to play the way I want you to play, and that means you play defense and you play tough. Why hasn't Darvin Ham maybe gotten his flowers, as the kids like to say? Yeah, the kids do like to say that, Dan. I, I'm, I, I can tell you I'm <laughs> very much in touch with the, with the, the lingo out there. Uh, I, I think um, a couple things. I think, you know, he, he was actually pretty routinely criticized at times throughout the season among Laker fans for things like lack of adjustments in games. Yeah. Um, I think John Moran had a 26-point quarter or something like that against the Lakers, and, and they could never really turn the faucet off. Um, I, but I think a lot of what Darwin's done incredibly well has been more spiritual. It's been more um, – he's a consistent, positive person. Um, consistency is the, the thing. I remember when I spoke to Mike Budenholzer when he got hired, that was the thing that that he stressed to me most was that um, – pardon me, when Darwin Ham got hired with the Lakers, was Bud said, like, you see this guy and you're like, there's no way he can be this way every day. And then you're with them for six years and you're like, oh, my God, he's this way every day. Mm. And, you know, he's tough, but he's caring. Um, he's someone you, like, wouldn't want to challenge. But at the same time, he's someone who will, you know, will give you a, a, a big hug and and embrace you when you need to be embraced. And he, he kind of walks that line. It, it's funny, you, you know, um, there was a running joke early in the season because Darvin had said something like, you know, this isn't about W's and L's. It's about wisdoms and lessons. And the joke among Laker fans and some of the writers was like, it looks like we're headed to like a 50 lesson season, (laughs) (laughs) maybe 32 wisdoms. And, and, you know, but it's funny as he he said it the other day and it didn't, it didn't hit the same way. It was like, Oh yeah. You know, like this is a team that's been through a ton and they play like a team that has been through a ton. Well, he's leading the league in wisdom. Yes, yes. They've worked their way into more wisdom than lessons. It looked like for sure it was going to be way more lessons. And, and no, and they've, they've built, I, I think, a, a really strong identity, and they've taken on toughness and defense, which are certainly the traits that he used to become a success in the NBA. And, and in a lot of ways, that's the biggest mark of a successful coach is, like, does your team look like you? Dan Wojcicki is uh, covering the Lakers in Denver for the LA Times, also covers the NBA. How good is Denver? They've been the best team in the West since early December. And, um, you know, I think a lot of us in the media, and I was probably guilty of this at times too, have been kind of trying to invent ways for them to not be the best team in the West. <laughs> um, where it seemed like 
oh, who's going to knock them off? Is Memphis more dangerous? Is it going to be Phoenix? Like, certainly it's going to be Phoenix after the trade deadline. It always seemed like there there was sort of an invention of a team that, like, that there wasn't a lot of faith in Denver, quite frankly, because they've they've been this kind of team before. They've been this kind of team before, by the way, even in previous iterations, you know, where they're just like they win at altitude in the regular season. It's a horrible place to play. And, and you know, they're that's probably good for five or six wins. And, and then come playoff time, that, that tends to level up. Um, they've been the most consistent team in this league since December, minus the late season lull. They've got a star, like a star star, capital letters in Nikola Jokic. Uh, Jamal Murray has worked his way back into pre-ACL form, and they have size on the wings, and they have an incredible offense, and they have a pretty good defense. Like, it makes really good sense, Dan, that they are in this position. Um, that being said, like, I still think there are people out there that are, like, kind of like, okay, well, like, now let's see. Let's test them now. Like, like beating Phoenix wasn't enough of a a, um, a mark on, on their season wasn't enough to kind of validate this group. But to me, I look at Denver and I see a, I see a team certainly capable of winning the championship. Lakers will win if? I think if Anthony Davis is better than Nikola Jokic on both ends of the floor, I think that's the biggest thing is like, obviously we know how Nikola can, can impact the game offensively. Um, can AD have sort of Jokic-ish games defensively where, where you just kind of watch it? And I, what I mean by that is there was a game earlier this year, Dan, where Nicole Jokic shot five times against the Lakers, and he was by far the best player on the court. And you just felt it watching it. It was crazy to see him sort of marionette his way through a basketball game. 80's done that on defense a lot in the series. He really did it in the first round. Got stretched a little bit more against the Warriors, but I think kind of, you know, when it came time to close them out was, you know, just again a master on that side of the ball. If he can do that against the Denver team that – that quite frankly doesn't shoot a ton of threes, yeah. that wants to kind of challenge inside. Um, if he can be that kind of an impact player, I, I think the Lakers can win the series. What should we know about Victor Wambayama? Is he a generational talent? You should know that when you sit down to watch him, you will wonder how this is all possible. Um, I saw him in, in Las Vegas this um, preseason when, when he kind of came over with his French team to play the G League Ignite. And uh, I remember watching him just kind of move in warmups, and you're just like, you you want to like almost adjust the the your eyes like the TV screen to be like, the, no, the the ratios are off here. Like this is not normal <laughs> to see somebody who is this big. Like I mean, I saw him stand next to Rudy Gobert, and I mean, he is bigger than Rudy Gobert. Um, but then you watch him dribble and shoot, and it's like like he looks like Kevin Durant, and you wonder how anybody is ever going to stop him. Um, he is skinny. He is very skinny. But you, you know, and the, the track record of players with that body type in the NBA has, has generally come with injuries. But talent wise, size wise, whoever wins that lottery tonight, um, is going to have the next 10 years of their franchise and maybe even more, um, changed if he can stay healthy. Like he, it, it's conceivable he is one of the best players in the league very fast. Where's the best place for him? If you're if you're Adam Silver, where's the commissioner want Victor Wambayama to go? I mean, I'm biased, Dan. I'm from Chicago. I, I think it's always great if there are great players in Chicago, and that would be fun. Certainly, they got enough uh, they talent there. If you they, you know, they have that 1.8 percent chance. They won the Derrick Rose draft. Yeah. with that 1.8 percent chance. Um, I think Portland is a really interesting one, and I think Toronto is a really interesting one. Um, but, oh, and, and Charlotte, by the way, it would be fun to watch him in the metal ball play. 
um, as well. But, but, you know, Portland, I think, you know, if you add him, like they, that could give that sort of late kind of chapter Damian Lillard push that he hasn't really had. And it would provide a bridge for them as they move. It's a great basketball city. Ideally, look, Adam Silver would say, like, they'd probably start all their home games at 4.30 so people in New York could watch them. You know what I mean? There would be maybe some element of that. Um, but but I think, like, that that's a place, certainly, I think. I um, think Portland would take that, that they'll start the games at 4.30. In yeah, the they would make that trade. <laughs> they, they, would they, make, yeah. they would make that trade. Yeah. And luckily, Portland has never had any bad luck oh, when it comes to drafting no. people. It's never happened. Wow. Wow. I shouldn't have said that a lot. I wow. should have put that into the ether. Yeah, no. Wow. But, um, yeah, I mean, and look, and I'd also love to watch Greg Popovich coach him, too. I think that would also be fascinating. Good to talk to you again, Dan. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it. Happy belated birthday. Thank you, bud. Enjoy that carrot cake. Yeah. It's, it's a vegetable, so it doesn't yes, really it count as a yes. dessert. Yes, it is. <laughs> a vegetable. Play nice tonight. Thank you very much. That's Dan Woyking. He covers uh, the LA time for the uh, the Lakers for the LA Times. He's very funny. Got a good sense of humor there. Uh, a couple of phone calls in here. Matthew in San Antonio. Hi, Matthew. Uh, hi, Dan. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, so I, I've been in San Antonio about eighteen years, and last year I've never seen the the town so apathetic. And it was the fiftieth year in San Antonio for this team. They've had two cha- – yeah, they've won it twice with David Robinson and Tim Duncan. He would change the, the format, uh, you know, the look. The, the town really wants to get around this uh, player. And when they've already painted murals of Wimby here in San Antonio, so if hopefully to get them. So, I, you know, putting it out there, you know, to get good karma for San Antonio to get a, another generational player. I think yeah. it would be great. No, I don't think people would be happy if San Antonio got another great big man. You know, they got David Robinson, then uh, lucked into Tim Duncan, and then if you would get Wimbayama. And, and you know, I've said this before. Greg Popovich, first Battle Hall of Fame coach, great coach, but he doesn't get anywhere near the criticism that Bill Belichick gets. And when Belichick has an average year, a losing season, people are quick to criticize. Pop hasn't had a good season in a while there. Yes, Pauline. Careful now. We're not going to get... Uh... Popovich to call into the show. I know. Doing this. I know. Paulie goes, hey, uh, Todd, why don't you reach out to the Spurs, see if we can get Greg Popovich. And Fritzy's response was, if we get him, we'll be one for 83. One for 83. Some- yeah. And I said, all right, well, you know, take a shot. Are we over on, on Popovich? We're, I think we're over. Going back to the last place, I, I think we had him on. I, I don't know if we did. I All I know is when I... The Spurs won the Western Conference Finals years ago when I was covering them. And I tried to get Popovich to take credit, and he didn't even want to be on camera. This is after at the the ceremony. And he's like, no, it's all about the players. And then I remember seeing him uh, out in South Beach during uh, NBA playoffs, finals, something. And um, I... He couldn't have been nicer and chattier. And I'm like, what's going on here? And I'm with John Barry, and he goes, uh, no, Pop's a great guy. He's just not going to be a great guy publicly. And I go, okay, all right, fine. Yep, yeah, Marv. So this might be true about Bill Belichick. Find him out in South Beach. Go hang out with him. I'm sure he's hilarious like everyone says he is. Well, you know, they say that about Roger Goodell. Kawhi Leonard also. you would love him. I go, Some Mai Tais. Yeah, right, you know. I'll buy Pop some nice wine, 
And, uh, you know, maybe we do the interview at dinner. That would be fun. I mean, if I can sit down and become friends with Patrick Ewing, I think that we could probably have, we could break bread with Greg Popovich. I get Pop and I get Belichick together. And we'll bring in Pat Riley as well. Because I, I went to Dan Levitard's wedding, and I, I swear this is true. I'm standing at the bar. Well, that you know is true. <laughs> I'm standing at the bar, and, and I'm with my wife, and uh, I saw Pat Riley and his wife. And I go, oh, this, this isn't going to go well. She goes, why? I go, ah, I don't know. I don't think he, uh, he likes media, and I had a run-in with him when he was coaching the Knicks. And so I sort of turned to my wife, and Riles comes up. And he goes, Dan, how are you? And I, I was like, uh, I had my hand on my beer. He put his hand out, and he had his championship ring on, or one of them. <laughs> and then I shook his hand, introduced me to his wife. I introduced him to my wife. We started chatting. And, and, you know, it lasted about, you know, seven minutes. And then he leaves because he has to go to an event. He wanted to show up for Dan Levitard. My wife goes, he was very nice. I go, and then I, I look like the jerk because I'm going, oh, this isn't going to go well. And, and now she <laughs> Why thinks, did you think that? She thinks that I'm the problem with Pat Riley. Not Pat Riley, me. Yeah, Paul. Is it possible other people don't spend decades thinking about incidents from the past? <laughs> just, I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, my wife brought this up that there's a condition yes. that people have that they can't let go of the smallest things. Like something... It bothers to me this to this day, I missed a layup against Carlisle that I would have scored 30. So I scored 28, and I had a layup, and I missed the layup. Still bothers me to this day. My wife goes, why? I go, I don't know why. But there's a condition. Yes, Eden. Is it possible that your wife assumed it was your fault? Uh, yes. Because she knows you. Yes. And knows, like, she didn't she coin the, you know, not everybody yes. gets your sense of humor oh, yes. phrase? Could yes, be that. she does. <laughs> At least, at least once a week, my wife will say, not everybody gets your sense of humor. Because when I go, yeah, I said this and, uh, you know, they got mad or they said this, they didn't laugh. And then she'd be like, not everybody gets your sense of humor. Yeah, they didn't think that was funny. Yeah, they? I know. It's horrendously insulting. Yes. <laughs> Matt Lauer, do you have women? They sell men's clothes for you. Oh, but that was funny. That was Matt funny. Lauer. That's a great line. Had you met Matt Lauer before? No. Okay. See, that's the hook. Matt Lauer is a pretty well-known guy. You're a pretty well-known guy. you got to have some light pleasantries, <laughs> then question his fashion sense. I, you know, I wanted to break the ice. I wanted to let him know <laughs> done. that you're, you know, big deal on today's show, right. and I'm kind of a big deal on SportsCenter, and our worlds collided on a putting green as he gets out of a limo and had these crazy-looking shorts on. We were playing in a charity golf event, and we were with a bunch of people on the putting green. And all of a sudden, Matt Lauer comes down from his limo. And I go, do they sell men's clothes where you got those shorts? <laughs> wow. And, Pre-introduction. And everybody was laughing but Matt. Soft. <sighs> yeah, it is. Like, come on, Matt. <laughs> Who's laughing now? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Me? Okay. Probably you. Yeah, thank you, Todd. How about we take a break? All right, everybody ready to take a break? I am. All right, ready, break. break. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER all right everybody Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Just got a birthday gift from the Cincinnati Reds day late but these are the new uniforms and uh if you're watching on peacock they are gorgeous they are really really sharp new uh uniforms for the cincinnati reds but uh thank you for uh sending me my personalized jersey there love it 
All right. Uh, Mike in Ohio. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Happy belated. Thank you, Mike. So yesterday was the 42nd anniversary of Lenny Barker's perfect game for the Cleveland Indians. Okay. I got a little trivia question for you. What player has been on the losing end of three perfect – what player participated in three perfect games and was on the losing end? Oh, of all three? Yes. Okay. So only one player in Major League history that's been on the losing end. What decade are we talking about? Uh, is this uh, the 80s? I would, yeah, it's in the 80s. Okay. It went into the 90s. All right. Uh, did he become a manager? No, but a bench coach. Okay. All right. A bench coach. Took part in three wow. perfect games, and he was part of the losing team in all three games. Hmm. Well-known player? I would think Marv would know who he is. Marv would know. Okay. Ellis Burks? No. Right. Good guess. Yeah, I like that. Todd, you got one? You're Mr. 80s. Kevin Elster. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. Well, he said he's a bench coach. Been a bench coach. He was. He was. Yeah, Paul. Robbie Thompson, the San Francisco Giants? No. Okay. thought Marv was a Giants fan. Yeah. Give you a big hit. 42nd anniversary of Lenny Barker's perfect game. Uh, Toby Hara. He played for the Indians. He wasn't on the losing edge. Why are you yelling at me? I'm sorry. All right, Mike. Give me the answer. Andre Griffith of the Toronto Blue Jays and twice when he played for the Los Angeles Dodgers. All right. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, Paul. I got to tell you, I'm not 100% sure that was worth the time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it lacked. You know, we had a buildup. We had a runway, and I don't think it ever took it off. took longer than a perfect game. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, Marv. I didn't even know that guy existed. I did, I did not. Andre like Mar- Griffith? Marvin would know that guy. Oh, would I? I have no idea who that guy is. I thought he was going to say Andre Dawson. I was going, okay, all right, Hawk, all right. Uh, Jonathan in California. Hi, Jonathan. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Happy belated. Thank Mine you. was last Monday, and I found out me and T-Swift share a birthday. That was pretty cool. Nice. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I saw Hustle. That was my belated best over the weekend, and my bestest was the Lakers, and Hustle was great. And you were great in it as well. And, uh, again, me and Adam worked on Spanglish together, and I still get my residual checks from other stuff as well for nice. a couple cents every now and then. Um, I wanted to talk about Aaron Judge briefly. I am not a Yankees apologist. I'm a hardcore Dodger Blue fan. But stepping out of the batter's box is not worth the risk nowadays with the pitch clock. And you see what guys like Scherzer do and play mind games and stuff. I can see why maybe a side-eye is all he can do in that situation. Not apologizing for it, but now we're all going to be leaning in extra hard on his next at-bat. You know what? The reason why this happened is the Blue Jays announcers, and thanks for the phone call, they made it a story. Because now you can notice that there's a side-eye to the Yankee dugout. And what is he looking at? What is he looking for? And then they said he had done it previously. Not previous at-bats. I think just that at-bat. 
and maybe he was bothered by his teammates who were still chirping at the, the umpires because Aaron Boone got tossed down. I, I'm going to give Judge the benefit of the doubt there. Did anybody else benefit from this? Did anybody else, were they getting, was somebody tipping their pitches? That's what I'd, I'd want to know. And it felt like Buck Martinez has been around probably, you know, 50 years with baseball and a former catcher. And he brought it up. And then Dan Shulman as well, the Blue Jays announcers. Like, well, don't, don't want to, you know, have any uh, accusations while we have accusations. Yeah, Paul. If you're Aaron Judge, you have a little fun with it tonight because you're the king right now with your at the batting titles and all that. <laughs> do you look over yeah, tonight? Do you get in that batter's box and do a full head turn and look at a big eyes to your dugout and then turn back to the pitcher and just get in everyone's head about it? You're, they're basically accusing you of stuff. You could be in the batter's box and you could look over and go, you know, shake your head or, you know, stop. Tonight, I'd get in there and I would be like side eye and then I would smile at my guys. Although, you just got to make sure that Toronto pitcher has a sense of humor too. And he might not. Yes, Todd? And the catcher, if Judge strikes out right in front of you, do you make a little comment as he's walking back to the dugout? You didn't see what you wanted to see this particular at bat? Mm. Get a little comment in there. Mm. Howard, Andre Griffith. Yeah, thank you, Todd. Andre Griffith. Yeah. Three perfect games, losing end. Thank you, Todd. You know what? We'll make it all better <laughs> coming up next hour when Todd does his Sports Center tease. That, that'll bring the audience back. That'll do it. What are the results so far from uh, the poll question in hour two, uh, Sidney O'Connor? Dan, we were asking the audience what the best landing spot for Victor Wimbanyama Okay, is. yeah. Uh, right now, 39% are, are guessing other, which I think really means uh, my team. Because some people are throwing out the Lakers are the best spots. Like, do the <laughs> yeah, Lakers aren't yeah, going yeah, to get not in the draft lottery? Yeah. Yes, Paul. What was the answer to that guy's long-winded trivia question again? Andre Griffith. Andre Griffith. That'd be great, but unfortunately his name was Alfredo Griffin, not Andre Griffin. Uh, <laughs> so he had everything right except for the answer. Alfredo Griffin, the Blue Jays shortstop? That's correct. An, oh, actual, per an actual person. Oh. So you had that build up, and he still got the name wrong. That's Andre right. Griffith. Well, it wasn't a perfect call. Oh! <laughs> Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.